1: Hey hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. If you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, All really helps out the channel. And let's get involved in today's first story. This next story comes from Wrong Competition, titled, How do I, 23 female, back away from this guy, 31 male, without losing my favorite coffee shop? I live alone in a city and I've had some trouble making friends. I go to the same cafe every day and the owners have taken on almost a parental role since my family is so far away. I'm close with them and I trust them and they care about my well-being. So when one of the owners, Sarah, gave me the number of another regular, Derek, I trusted her judgment. I know Derek a little bit from spending time in the cafe. It's a small place and we both sit at the counter so we can chat with the owners. Usually we sit next to each other. We've chatted about movies. He once helped me with my language homework and he's generally in the cafe hanging out most afternoons, sometimes reading, sometimes working on his computer. He's also friends with the owners of the cafe and always seemed like a nice person. So I certainly wasn't against getting to know him better. When Sarah gave me his number yesterday, she was selling him pretty hard. I asked her about the book she was reading and she said, Derek lent it to me. When I asked about a card game, she said, Derek taught it to me so I said okay I get it I'll text him. I text Derek after I left the cafe and I thought it was maybe a bad idea because if things went south it would be uncomfortable to see him in the cafe almost every day. But it seemed like Derek had already set things in motion by asking Sarah to slip me his phone number in the first place. Derek told me that he could use more friends in the neighborhood and that he'd like to get to know me outside of the cafe. So we went out for a few beers. So last night I learned that Derek is 31, unemployed and he sees dead people. He's a full-on weirdo, which is fine. I had fun hanging out with him and I didn't feel unsafe or threatened until I got home. In the 10 minutes it took for me to get into my apartment and get ready for bed, Derek had sent me about 20 messages about how he wanted to kiss me and asking if he could come upstairs. I told him, no, thank you for a fun evening, good night, and went to bed. My phone died overnight and I woke up and plugged it in. He sent me more messages confronting me about blocking his number, which I didn't do. These messages were over the top and intense and honestly, they worry me a bit. It's obvious to me that I need to back away from this person, but right now I have no idea how to do that gracefully. I wouldn't mind a friendship, but he's made it clear that he's interested in a romantic relationship. I just want to be able to get coffee and enjoy myself without any awkwardness. What can I do? What should I say to Derek? And should I tell Sarah that this guy freaked me out? And we do have a mini update on this one after the comments and then a full update as well. So I wonder if Sarah knew about the whole seeing dead people and all that sort of stuff and knows about Derek's character. I would have thought she knew a bit more about him because obviously he's a regular there too. And I would certainly be talking to Sarah about it saying, what the hell was that about yesterday? And, and then maybe even show all those messages that you received, 20 messages. It seems like extreme behavior to me. And you said yourself in one of the paragraphs there that these messages were over the top and intense and they worry you a bit. That's all you need to say to me. If they're worrying that much, I'd certainly be confronting this. Not with him, obviously, but I'd certainly be talking to Sarah about it and find out how much she was aware of this situation. Because, you know, you said that they play pretty much a parental role to you. So, she should be looking after your best interests, not putting you in potential danger if she did know about the ins and outs of Derek. But, Proofox says screenshot the text, tell Sarah about your date annual reservations about his mental well-being and show her the screenshots. She is the owner, she has the right to refuse service if she feels someone is a threat to other customers. You also say they have a parental role to you. Someone in that role would likely want to protect you. Don't blame her for setting you up. It doesn't sound like you took much convincing, so his facade of normalcy must be pretty good and don't demand she ban him from the store, but explain that you aren't comfortable around him and let her take the lead and see what she does. As for Derek, block him. Don't try to be his friend after he has already harassed you. OP replied saying, I'll let her know what happened. I feel guilty somehow. Like it's my fault for letting this happen. I'm sure Sarah thought we'd be a good pair. She wouldn't have known about the huge age difference and and she never would have sent me on a date with a guy that she didn't think was a good person. A deleted user says, I'm just worried that he knows where you stay now. Does your building have security? opie replies saying yeah my apartment is very secure he actually lives just a few buildings down from me walkin taco 42 says show sarah the facts and withhold judgment statements like he's nuttier than a squirrel poo (laughs) and just say things like the intensity he came at me with is too much i don't want a relationship like that your situation is kind of the same philosophy as not dating someone from work if things go bad you taint the place it started up at Giving Sarah details is going to help your case here and get her support. Maybe tell Derek something mild like you don't want that large of an age difference in a romance. If he suggests hanging out as friends again, just decline and say you aren't interested in going out to whatever he invites you to. That way, if you guys happen to be in the coffee shop at the same time, you'll be still mostly strangers. And then further comments are talking about the mini update as well. So let's go to that mini update and find out what happened next. So update, thank you for your advice. I just went to have some coffee and talk with Sarah. I didn't tell her everything, but I told her I found Derek a little strange and she asked me what happened and I told her what he said about seeing ghosts. I mentioned in one of my comments that Sarah shares some of Derek's interest in spirituality and mindfulness. We talked a little more about this. She's a very open-minded person. Sarah knows that Derek believes he sees and hears ghosts and said she wasn't sure if it was true, but she didn't believe he was deranged. I probably misunderstood some of what he was telling me about seeing dead people because we weren't speaking English. She asked me overall how I felt the date went and I told her that he was getting pretty intense. He's too old for me and I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. She told me that she thinks Derek is a good boy, but agreed that he can be a little over the top and told me to let her know if he did anything else that made me feel uncomfortable. And we have a full update in a second, but I just feel like OP really didn't explain the full severity of the situation here, but let's go to that full update to find out what happened. So I had been meaning to post an update about this for a while, but never got around to it. And then last night something really big happened and I think it is really important that you guys keep in mind that this is all happening in my second language. Nobody involved in the story speaks English except Sarah a little bit. So where we left off with my last post, I had a conversation with Sarah about Derek that made me feel better. Derek later reached out to me, apologized, said he had drunk too much on an empty stomach and that he was embarrassed about his actions. I'm sorry you guys, but I agreed to hang out with him again this time just over coffee. Things were fine and and further integrated me into the neighborhood by introducing me to the people he knows and inviting me to join other neighbors for drinks and such. He opened up to me about a traumatic event that happened to him in his past about his mental illness. He brought me around his family and his nieces who were all lovely. Other people seemed to adore him. I really liked all of this and we quickly fell into a romantic relationship. Derek seemed to be almost flaunting the relationship around the neighborhood. I had one other conversation with Sarah where she asked me some questions about how I felt about him. I explained that I liked him but felt confused and that he was moving quickly. She told me in English so I know she was serious. Take your time. Soon after this, Derek broke things off with me very suddenly and rather forcefully. I found this sudden change of heart very confusing and upsetting. A week after he broke up with me, I asked him to come over to my apartment to talk about what happened and we agreed to remain friends since we'd have to see each other around the neighborhood. I spoke about all this with Sarah who told me she didn't know anything about it and that she was sorry. A week after I agreed to remain friends with Derek, he invited me out for a drink, gave me a necklace and and we got a little bit intimate but he clearly told me, don't talk about me at the bar which I found very strange. This is getting longer than I wanted it to be, so I'm going to jump to last night. Sarah and the other woman who owns the cafe are a couple. They've been together for 10 years and they invited me to spend Christmas Eve with them since they knew I would be alone. I brought up Derek, of course, and asked them why they thought they wouldn't want me to talk about him in the cafe. Sylvia played dumb until we had some privacy and then she revealed to me that she and Derek had a relationship while he was seeing me. At first... had lied to her and said we were strictly platonic but that lie quickly fell apart sarah said she wanted to talk to me about it but never had the opportunity because we were always in the cafe she apologized that some days she acted cold towards me which i hadn't noticed and she said that after a few weeks she had insisted that derek choose either her or me apparently he chose her soon after that she ended things with him completely the next evening he invited me out for a drink to try and rekindle things so Sarah apologized to me. She said she felt stupid and like a bad person, but that she had been feeling old and unattractive lately. She is 50. I told her that I wasn't upset with her at all, just shocked, and that I was sorry I'd been so oblivious to the real situation. So I definitely didn't see that coming. I'm not going to confront Derek about this, I'm just going to let it go and move on. Sorry for acting like an idiot. I wish I could say I've learned something, but I probably haven't. So what I got from this is that Sarah, the one that introduced OP to this man was the one having the affair. I know she used a different name at one point, but I think that might've been a slip up because when Sarah apologized, you know, she said she felt stupid and like a bad person and feeling old and unattractive because she's 50. I don't understand why she would introduce Derek to her if she was the one having the affair behind her partner's back. And it almost felt like Opie is being sort of very blasé about the situation. You know, she's not going to confront Derek in the end. Not that I'm saying she should, because I'm not, I'm not sure what kind of person Derek is. I still don't get him. But almost like just moving on, are they still going to be friends or whatever? Because I wouldn't want nothing to do with that person. And she said she wasn't upset with Sarah after what she did as well. <laughs> and she said that, that Opie was just shocked and oblivious to the real situation. And almost forgave her instantly for, you know, cheating. But yeah. What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Let's move on to another. Hey,
0: I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you.
1: Now, this story comes from Thanksgiving Crisis, who says, My wife, 30, refuses to come to family Thanksgiving, insists on spending it with friends instead. Can anyone help me, 32, understand? My wife and I just celebrated our first year anniversary. She started her master's degree in September and is very busy with school and is pretty stressed. We live in the same city as my parents, which I'm very close with. Her relationship with my family has always been a sore spot for us. She isn't that close with her folks, and we disagree about how much involvement they, edit, my family, should have. I thought we'd reached a good place, but this recent fight has unnerved me. With school, she has not been able to come out to family events. She's seen them once in the last six months and missed some important milestones. Grandmother's 90th and mother's birthday. I talked to her about this a few weeks ago, saying that I understood she was busy, but that I was worried about how little we've been seeing them. My folks have been asking to see her and trying to be inclusive. My wife mentioned she would like to spend Canadian Thanksgiving, October 8th, with our mutual friends, possibly at a cottage for the weekend. However, my uncle from away and grandmother, as well as the usual parents and cousins are all coming for Thanksgiving this year. I feel that the family would be very hurt if we didn't go we talked about it tonight i explained that not going would really hurt me and the family she replied that thanksgiving should be ours because we spend christmas with my family i said that we don't have to spend every thanksgiving with them but we've seen them so little this year we should we fought for up to two hours and have no resolution i'm trying to understand her position but i'm coming up short has anyone felt similar does anyone have any advice And we do have, like, a couple of mini-updates, then relevant comments, then a full update after. So, the first mini-update said, Just wanted to say thanks to everyone who took the time to give me some advice. I was anxious and stressed out, but after reading these, it helped me understand some of the reasons for why she may be feeling this way. I'm in a much better headspace to discuss it with her tonight. Thanks, Reddit. And update 2, over 200 comments, and that's much more a response than I expected. I had no idea it would be this divided, but at least it makes me feel good that I'm stressing about a complicated issue for what it's worth. My plan is to try and approach this in a calm and supportive way, and suggest we compromise. Go to the cottage on Saturday and come back Sunday or Monday morning, depending on the out-of-towner's flights. Going forward, I propose we drop a schedule for major holidays to try and minimize conflict. And for those that have been hard on my wife, she's really an amazing person, every couple has issues that are sore spots between them. She's neither selfish nor controlling. If it seems that way, it's because of the limited amount of info I've provided. Thanks all. And some of the comments said which were relevant and gave more information. So the first one said, as I mentioned, we live in the same city as my folks and away from hers. Her issue is that some holidays we visit her family and some we visit my family. However, her choice would be to see friends, but she feels that she never gets that choice because when it's her turn, she feels an obligation, from her side, not from me, to see her side. Compounded by this is that her family is also not all in one place, but spread out. Fathers and brother in one city, mother and stepdad in another. Holidays are usually a convenient time to fly and visit. My issue in general is that it's very difficult for me to accept spending time with friends, even great friends, when family is in the same city. It is compounded in this case because we've seen them so infrequently due to being busy. To say to my side that I know we've been busy and haven't been able to see you in months, but we're not able to attend Thanksgiving dinner on any of the three nights that you've let us choose from because this year we're seeing our good friends Alice and Bob would hurt them and me a lot. You've hit the nail on the head with our definitions of family. I love my friends, but family to me means relatives, blood or not, where she views family as those close to her. Next comment said, There are no giant issues, just the usual in-law problems. No drunks, abuse, or conniving. While we were dating, there were issues about how much more attention they give me than her but we talked that out with everyone and it seems to be improving. She's not thrilled to see them, but in this case, she said, I'm not upset at your family for this. I'm upset at you. You're the one pressuring me to go, not them. And Opie replied in response to being asked how often she normally attends family events. Then goes on to say, she comes one third or one quarter of the time. I will see them maybe once a month. Next comment said, it's not just Thanksgiving, but family in general. It usually comes to a head during holidays as that's when it matters the most to me that she attends. A random dinner is much different than Christmas day. We fought about family a lot and actually came to a reasonable middle ground. When we started dating I saw my parents every week for dinner and valued their opinion quite highly. That was a long time ago however and up until this year it was the amount they saw her was acceptable. They wanted to see her more, she wanted to see them less. I was reasonably happy with the compromise. However, school has really thrown a wrench into it. And from what I personally know about this, I think it's quite a common argument in some ways. Maybe not everyone argues about it, but you know, and sometimes when you get time to relax, the last thing you wanna do, I don't know the full relationship between, you know, wife and in-laws here, but sometimes you just want to relax. And the only thing I can really compare it to is like work functions. I, I really dislike going to work functions you know i socialize with these people day in day out whatever not anymore obviously but and then they have like a a work function on a friday which don't get me wrong it's a lovely thought but sometimes i just don't want to socialize anymore you know i don't want to have to make small talk it may sound really selfish in some ways but you know when you do get some time to yourself that's what you want to do just recoup and recharge your batteries a bit i don't know if it's the same situation here but just popped into my head so i had to say it you know what i'm like but anyway let's find out what the update says so i did not expect to get so many and varied responses to my problem it seems that many people and many relationships have a difficult time balancing how much involvement family has i learned a lot about the other side of the issue and that helped me in solving it my wife and i spoke last night and it went well near term we compromised We are going to the cottage but coming back in time to go to Thanksgiving dinner on Sunday. Long term, I'm going to take the pressure off her attending family events. School is stressful, her life is stressful, and that will be her number one priority. On her side, she will make an honest effort to see my side of the family. We will both make an effort to understand the importance of those close to us. I will try and view her close friends as her family, and she will try and understand that my family means as much to me as her close friends do to her, i.e. her old roommate coming to town for one night only is important. My uncle coming to town for one night is also important. Overly simplistic, but that's the idea. I'm going to set the expectation with the family that she's going to be busy, and they won't see her much. It's not about them, not up to them, and not up for debate. I'm going to go to more functions alone and she's going to be supportive of that. Longer term, we discussed a rotating holiday schedule. Both agree in principle, it makes sense, but we tabled it for another time. Note, I wanna say how much the comments helped me. Reading how strongly people feel about this issue gave me a new respect for the gravity of it. It was much easier to be understanding as I had spent the whole day reading, thinking and emphasizing about it. Thanks Reddit, I wish you all the best. Now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the channel, your love, support and time. It's absolutely amazing as always. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you, hopefully, in the next one. Take care guys, much love.
0: Wake up, up, get up, stretch my legs. Some breakfast, milk, and eggs. Brush my teeth up, watch my face. Don't mind, clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Yum, yum, yum. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,